Of course, when you do something, you want to reach the highest level and not be going pro. But unfortunately, not everyone can reach that. So you want to make sure that you're set up for life after sports. And I think just having this community and having this conference, you can hear from people who have done it, high school, collegiate, pro, all three phases, and now are very successful. And whether that's working as an entrepreneur, working tech, um, sports, and whatever other industry, just for those young athletes to hear that you can do this. I did it. There is life after sports. I know some people may be upset or disappointed if they don't reach that professional level, but just to hear from people who look like them and say, hey, you can do this. There's these sorts of careers available to you after you hang up your cleats or whatever else you're doing. So I think it'll be an amazing opportunity just to connect with like-minded people and also show them how many options are available after sport. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Athletes Unite Conference podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jonathan Jones. Well, I'm, I'm half the host. The other host is, is Classy James, uh, of course, the curator of the Athletes Unite Conference. And uh, we, we got to make mention of her. Um, but the purpose of this platform and this podcast is ultimately just to show a little bit behind the scenes, a little bit behind the curtain of the people that you may not know just yet, but the people that you need to know and the people that you will love as you get to hear their stories. But, but that's why you gotta make sure that your butt is uh, in Atlanta, July 15th and 16th to make sure that you get to meet these individuals in person, get to connect with them uh, and get to build your network and really learn more about business, entrepreneurship, life after sports all of the things right all the things so without further ado let's go ahead and shout out this episode's sponsor shout out to chick-fil-a man shout out to chick-fil-a because chick-fil-a really believed in the mission um chick-fil-a wanted to be a part and chick-fil-a wanted to make sure that we would just be able to do this level do this conference at the level that that classy desired and the shakeout team so shout out to chick-fil-a thank you for your support thank you for your belief and now into today's episode all right so we're gonna we're gonna dive into today's episode um with the young lady who's a former division one athlete at the university of oregon whoop, whoop, go ducks she currently works at at turner and she is the founder of the collaborative without further ado miss sydney walker welcome to the athletes unite conference podcast how are you thank you for having me jonathan i'm doing well how are you I'm good. I'm good. Glad, glad to have you on. Uh, you know, um, it's, it's, it's just it's just cool to have you on. And one, I want to I want to dive in a little bit before we go any deeper. And I want to learn a little bit more about the collaborative. Talk about the collaborative and what you do uh, with the collaborative. Yeah, so I'm the founder of the collaborative, which is focused on connecting the sports and entertainment industry with journalists and PR professionals via Zoom fireside chats. Um, I launched this in 2020 during the pandemic. I was thinking, what can I do to pass time? So I thought it'd be a great idea to have these seasoned veterans in the industry connect with students and young professionals and just kind of give them advice and sit in on our sessions. So since 2020, we've had 37 guests ranging from Maria Taylor to Marcus Spears, Ryan Clark, um, John Smoltz and Cameron Jordan. So we have these sessions once a month. We invite students, young professionals, anyone you don't have to work in sports just sit in on these sessions 
when we do a QA and a at the end, we open up for the audience to give them a chance to connect with these seasoned veterans. Dope, dope. How, how do you determine what guests you bring onto the show? Like, do you, you know, you pull them on for different reasons or how, how do you determine, you know, who would be a suitable guest for, for the, the collaboratives? I try to spread it out across the industry. So on air, social media, journalists, beat writers, I just kind of break it up by that part of the industry. And then also I ask our audience who they want to hear from. A lot of our guests that attend are interested in sideline reporting. So I do a lot of on-air talent. Then I also try to get former and current athletes just so people who are interested in different aspects of sports can hear from people who've played it and transitioned to media and stuff like that. I, I love it. I love it. Especially, especially love the diversity and just covering a wide range of topics with different individuals because uh, of course, with diverse experience, you know, allows you to relate to a diverse group of people. So I, I think that's really, uh, really dope. And I think, you know, having these conversations is is something that begins to open the door for opportunity, right? For the young student or the young professional who might be wherever they are, uh, for them to catch a couple of gems and for them to see how they can take what they know and how that can ultimately be applied into them potentially moving forward into these areas. So. Good, good job, Sydney. Good job. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so, so, Sydney, I, I'm curious j- just to hear just a little bit more about your background. Like, like, talk about you know what it was like competing at the University of Oregon and what sport did you play, just so the people know. Yeah, so I did track and field at the University of Oregon. I threw hammer, and everyone always asks for my story, but it's it's not that special. It's kind of funny. I played volleyball and soccer my whole life, and then my junior year of high school. I was tired of playing club volleyball and my mom found this throwing camp nearby in Georgia. So I was like, I'll check it out. I had heard a shot put in discus. So I thought I would throw that. But when I got to the camp, the coach said, you'd be really good at hammer. And I had no clue what hammer was, but I just started throwing it and it, I picked up really fast. And then college coaches started calling me and I took a few visits. And when I got to the university of Oregon, it felt like home because I already knew I wanted to pursue a career in journalism. And they had the best track team in the world and an outstanding journalism school. So I thought it was the best of both worlds. And I ultimately ended up committing there. Super neat, super neat. So so, so just in terms of, you know, like with the throwing camps and you, you may or may not know, because I'm, I'm just thinking this as we're talking right now, but in terms of people who are, who look black and brown and the terms of their involvement in this particular event, what, what, what being on the other side, like if you had to just estimate or guesstimate like the percentage, what would that look like in terms of, you know, black and brown uh, individuals competing in this particular event? Probably 5% or less. It's a very rare sport. And that's also why it was pretty easy to get a scholarship because you don't see too many people walking around throwing a hammer. Wow. less than five percent oh my goodness wow so from going to where you were throwing and what 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 did you get your what did you get your bachelor's degree in um journalism and public relations gotcha 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 so was it the natural next step for you to go from the bachelor's and then come over to really dialing down in your uh in your in your niche or in your area of focus to what you're doing now So I started working for Turner in college. I started my junior year. I just took a different path than I thought when I first got to college. I was really interested in sideline reporting. I really wanted to be on air. 
But after working for the school TV station for two years, I thought, eh, I'm not really interested in this anymore. I don't really want to do it. So I took a PR class with a professor just for one of my general credits. And I realized I really love PR, and more behind the scenes work. So I started working with the football team and writing articles. And then when I got to Turner, I found out there was social media, PR, marketing. That's when I really fell in love with more of that behind the scenes action as opposed to on air. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so, so and then, and, and then from going to, well, you're, you're still working with Turner right now. Um, and then with you creating the collaborative. So what, what do you want this to be? Like, what do you want this thing to become? Actually working on that now. So in September, we'll be having our first in-person event, which was, which is what I've always envisioned since I started it, just to have people get those real life in-person connections with people and form a sense of community. So we'll be having a live Q&A panel and some speed networking sessions. So from there, I hope to have more in-person sessions and also establish a scholarship fund for journalism students across the country. Oh, wow, man. I, I really, I really love that. Um, especially just creating that, creating that opportunity, right? Just creating the space for one exposure. And then, you know, from the exposure, then creates the opportunity for the expansion. So I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I, I support it. I support it all the way. I support it all the way. So lo just looking at, um, as you know, where we're ramping up and preparing for the conference and everything like that, why do you feel that it's important for athletes to unite? Um, I think it's very important because of course, when you do something, you want to reach the highest level and not be going pro, but unfortunately not everyone can reach that. So you want to make sure that you're set up for life after sports. And I think just having this community and having this conference, you can hear from people who have done it, high school, collegiate, pro, all three phases, and now are very successful. And whether that's working as an entrepreneur, working tech, um, sports, and whatever other industry, just for those young athletes to hear that you can do this. I did it. There is life after sports. I know some people may be upset or disappointed if they don't reach that professional level, but just to hear from people who look like them and say, hey, you can do this. There's these sorts of careers available to you after you hang up your cleats or whatever else you're doing. So I think it'll be an amazing opportunity just to connect with like-minded people and also show them how many options are available after sport. Yeah, 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 yeah. The options after is it, 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 it's amazing, especially knowing that um, if we're looking at, you know, the corporate world or where, wherever, people want former athletes like I, I i think that's a thing that sometimes can be overlooked and sometimes if you're a former athlete and just like you said your career didn't end the way that you wanted it to end you might try to shy away from having an athletic history um not realizing that you know the the discipline the determination the focus the grind and all that all those uh tangibles that go into being an athlete uh people love and you know look for it and hire so i mean i, I love that you love that you shared that and love that you hit on it now what are you what are you most looking forward to about the conference sydney walker um one i'm very excited to host the women in sports or moderate the women in sports panel some of my colleagues will be on there and also two other amazing women so i'm really looking forward to powering that conversation and just with the growing topic of women being in sports um i think it'll be a very good conversation and also just connecting with all the other speakers and attendees just showing them like what you can do after sport 
Most definitely. When you when you hear when you hear women in sports, what's the first thought that comes to your mind? Because just like you said, it is a growing topic. It is a growing conversation. And I mean, we've even seen the numbers uh, just of like people showing up for, you know, the women's the women's tournament, the NCAAs and and everything like that. But what what's the first thought that just comes to your mind when you hear, you know, women in sports? I wouldn't say there's like a set word, but I would just say a lot of people, if they hear you're a woman in sport, they autom automatically try to quiz you and see, oh, who's the first person to do this? Or what's, what's this team going back to all these dates? Like a lot of people don't take you seriously. But I think now just seeing people show up for different women's sports, like the Women College World Series is going on now, WNBA, like I think it's growing and we can see that people are fans of women's sport and you don't necessarily have to know everything, but just showing up and being an advocate and ally is very important. Most definitely, most definitely. Sydney, where, where can people find you, how they can follow you and, and connect with you? Please uh, feel free to share that information at this time and we'll put it all down in the show notes. Yes, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Sydney Walker, S-Y-D-N-E-E. -E. I spell it differently than most Sydneys or Instagram at Sydney underscore Walker. And you can find the collaborative on Instagram at the collaborative X. And if you click the link in our bio, our YouTube website and everything's in there. So look forward to connecting with everyone. There it is. There it is. And and you you all got a snapshot uh, of j just a little bit about about Sydney. And I'm looking forward to, you know, tapping into to the women in sports panel and, you know, just just learning as well. Um, and everybody else out there who's listening, who's following uh, one, make sure that you follow and connect with Sydney. Uh, on social media but then make sure you connect and follow her at the conference okay so that you can tap into the panel and learn learn more there as well we're gonna have the links just down below so you can uh, get access to uh, how you can grab your tickets and we still have a few free tickets still looming around so make sure that uh, you use the promo code and the link down in the show notes uh, but if you want to follow the conference you can follow shake out llc on instagram and there we have you know the latest updates and everything like that and as well as you can follow the co-host of this show, uh, Miss Classy James, who on Instagram is just Classy, C-L-A-S-S-Y-E-J on Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram. Um, but until next time, everybody, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for tuning in. And this is the Athletes Unite Conference podcast. Uh, I'm one half of the host, Jonathan Jones. And until next time, we will see you really soon. Oh,